I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Land and in Facebook land for uh, the January feed-only episode of Beyond the Mouse. That means that you have to be subscribing to our particular feed uh, through Beyond the Mouse, and you can find us anywhere you find your podcasts. And so that's where you go if you want to make sure that you can hear these feed-only episodes that won't appear on the Front Row Network feed. Uh, and my name is Craig. I am one of the hosts of Beyond the Mouse. Here with me are the other hosts, Vanessa. Hi. And we also Hello. got Brett back there. Who's in the band? I'm in the other room. <laughs> Disney bounding, by the way. Disney bounding. Disney bounding. Uh, ready to go. Very excited. Speaking of very excited, one of the things we are so excited for. Uh, one of the things that we are so excited for. Actually, give me one second. I want to make sure the audio. Uh, this is our first Facebook live yeah, group. Sorry. So, yes. you know, sorry. There might be a glitch here or there, but it's coming from a very fun and loving place. So thank you for your patience. <laughs> Let me know if the audio is a little garbled because it, I'll speak it up seems too. to uh, be a little bit garbled. But one of the things I wanted to mention right off the top is that the Front Row Network has uh, partnered once again with the Hoagland Center for the Arts, and we are going to be doing an Oscar night. So we all know that the, at least the word on the street is that the Oscars are going hostless, so we're going to host you. So come and uh, come to the Hoagland Center for the Arts on Oscar night. We're going to have a lot of really fun contests and things if you're in the Springfield, Illinois area. Uh, it's a really cheap ticket, so it's going to be generally $10 for general admission, but for you... Our Front Row Network fans, they're giving us a promo code. Our first promo code. Oh, my God. Yay. That's so fancy. I know. It's Front Row, all caps. Put that in. You get $3 off per ticket. Only until February 1st. Exactly. So we want to make sure that uh, we've we've got that covered and that you know that it's only till February 1st. Make sure you come out uh, on Oscar night and hang out with a bunch of us from the front row. So what we did was we took some questions early. That way we have some uh, questions to, to kind of bank on, but also... You can post your questions below, and as throughout the night, we'll uh, continue to answer your questions as we go along, too. So my first question is from Jill. Jill's going to Disney in a month. Oh, wow. my gosh. I know. She's going she in February. so much fun. I'm really, really excited for her. Uh, and Jill says, I'm curious about some updated details on rope drop versus being kept up at the station. This is from Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Uh, when entering, and how does it work? Are you kept at the front of the park? Are you allowed to go up Main Street to look at some pictures, things like that? Do the early morning breakfast reservations actually help? And Brett, do you want to take this one for me? Oh, why sure. Yes, um, I think he should. I think I should. He's done many rope drops. I do. Well, I, it is. I have, but I've never done the breakfast. Um, you know, I wish I was the expert on this. I'm sorry. They threw it to me, and I they threw me just a little bit of a uh, a curveball, and 
Did I? I'm in the arts. So no. Um, do you want I, me to answer? Yeah, that? if you know. <laughs> so let me answer. One of our tips that we had in the uh, the Disney Tips episode was that you should go ahead and get an early morning breakfast reservation. And the reason for that is yes, everybody gets to go up to the castle at the beginning of uh, the day in Magic Kingdom, but they are not allowed around the castle yet. So if you have a uh, be our guest reservation in particular, that's what we usually like to do. Um, you can be the first ones back behind the castle. You get an opportunity to be able to kind of see uh, the, the the castle kind of empty behind there. It's a really pretty picture. But then also you get to ride those rides first. So we were some of the first people on Peter Pan's flight. We got to do a couple of rides prior to uh, the park actually opening, which was great because then it saved us time while in the park. So I did definitely suggest if you can get that early morning breakfast reservation, totally worth it. Anna and I always split a dish, so you don't necessarily have to pay the outrageous price of breakfast at Be Our Guest because you can split the dish there. So that is our first question. Thank Yay, you. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Jill. She's been a fan for a long time, and I think that, honestly, we've maybe helped her in her Disney journey. I think so, I too. Know. Mm-hmm. And she's been very kind to us, so thank you, Jill. She's Thanks been extremely kind. So uh, Next, I wanted to uh, shoot it over to more of the movie side of things. And this is a, a friend that I haven't talked to in a long time. Actually, I haven't really talked to him since he's become a priest. We have Father Guillermo uh, asked us, does Disney really own 21st Century Fox now? And so either of you have some it's, insight I there? Think it's, I think they're uh, on the cusp. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, they, it was approved um, by regulatory uh Things and uh, so that it's almost it's almost uh, a done deal. Yeah, absolutely exciting. It is extremely exciting, and uh, all the shareholders for both companies have voted on it. They both approved it, so that's great because now uh, the 21st Century Fox properties will start to be able to come over to Disney. Which for me, being a superhero fan, that means the X Men and Fantastic Four are coming to the MCU, and I couldn't be more happy about that. Why don't we go back to the Disney parks for our next question? And this was a question actually Brett threw out to a bunch of people wanting to get their responses to. And that was, what's your favorite Disney park snack? So, what's your favorite Disney park snack, Vanessa? (laughs) You know, I I think if I have to pick one, like, right now, today, it's happening. Is it? This is live. I, I was gonna. I wanted to say turkey leg just to have Brett like turn all kinds of colors behind me. I've made my piece. Uh, but I think I'll say Dole Whip. Oh, a Dole Whip. It's dairy free, and that's very important <laughs> yeah. to me. Well, I mean, well, and if you think about it, like having a ton of dairy in your system while you're you're going around the parks like this, not not a stellar way to start the day. So, Brett, right. what's your favorite snack? My favorite snack. snack. Um, it doesn't have to be Walt Disney World. Actually, it, it is. It doesn't have to okay. be. Okay. No, no, no. Because yeah, I represent Disneyland here, so represent. Okay. <laughs> no, actually, strangely enough, mine is seasonal. But um, you know, seasonal oftentimes goes the whole year. It is the uh, vegetable egg roll in the egg roll cart in Adventureland. Ah. Oh, isn't that, isn't that, that's not, you know, and the Dole Whip, all of those, of course, are the classics, but that is my go-to that I try to get every time. 
I thought you were going to say something like uh, one of the, like, they have the new mac and cheese ones or the uh, cheeseburger egg yeah, rolls are really cheese, big. Yeah. Mm. Nope, it's the, it's the vegetable. Keeping I, you know, it. I'm a oh. Keeping it or classic. That's it, right. Cla- Keeping it classy. That's what I try to do. <laughs> well, uh, like I mentioned, you asked a bunch of people's responses to this, and it, I know that Jake Smith and I need to do a, a mandate to Disney World, but uh, he mentioned the cinnamon rolls at Gaston's, and to me, it doesn't get better than that. So that is oh. the perfect breakfast. If you don't have that early morning breakfast okay. uh, reservation at Be Our Guest, go right next door to Gaston's Cavern, Tavern, <laughs> Cavern, Cavernous Tavern, and then you will be able to uh, get that, and you'll be able to have. Uh, oh, someone's turning on yeah. extra audio. Yes, uh, we're in stereo yeah, now. Go ahead. But can, can I add one more? Absolutely. Because I didn't realize uh, to think of pastries. I was thinking classic items, but if we're talking about like newer items, the uh, cat's tail at the Cheshire Cafe. It's like a, a croissant. It's like a woven croissant, mm. which are super hard to make. I don't know if you guys wow. have ever tried to make croissants. And they've got like chocolate in it, and oh my gosh, it's so good. Go check it out. Yeah, and we've got a lot of answers for Dole Whips here. We've got a bunch of uh, Mickey ice cream bars. Scott Pierman mentioned the Mickey ice cream bars. Herman, sorry. My apologies there. That's okay. And then Claire Gordon loves her Dole Whips, and uh, Bridget O'Brien Ratz loves her Mickey ice cream bars as well. Uh, And then my sister-in-law, Amber, likes those Disney Rice Krispie treats. So, Oh, uh, I thought this one was very interesting. Ellen Meyer... Likes the cream cheese pretzel at Disney Hollywood Studios. I saw that. Very specific. That's extremely specific. Oh, yeah, I've never had that either. I gotta try these things, you guys. I know. There were so many cool things. I know. You were there three times. I was only there three times. Oh, and I must, a little shout out to one of my favorite people, Susie Bat Blassic Kohler. Hello, Susie. Um, her kids love churros, turkey legs, huh, and Mickey soft pretzels. Those are some but smart Susie, kids. What do you like? Because you're important too. Absolutely. Well, like I said, we're going through some of the questions we got beforehand, but if you have a question for us, then make sure that you hop on and that you uh, give us a question. I see Erica's out there, and then also... Guillermo, we just answered your question, so you were out there as well. So uh, if you have any additional questions, just post them below, and we'll make sure we answer that too. Now, this question from Jake Smith, to me, I think actually is... It could be an episode, and I think it needs to be an episode sometime this year. But that is, will Walt Disney World build a fifth gate, and what should it be? So if you, so I want to go around the room. Do you first think that a fifth gate, meaning uh, in addition to Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot, there would be a fifth place that folks can go into and spend money? Should that happen? And then we'll go around and say what it should be. So, Vanessa, should okay. it happen? I am a very, yeah, yes, of course, there's never enough. Um, so, especially close <laughs> never to Never enough us. magic. Never yeah. enough. So, my dream is to have a Marceline Park. Okay. And people have said, well, what about winter? Okay, it snows in Disneyland Paris, and no one, you know, bats an eye at that. Plus, we're all, like, you know, hunkered down in snow at this point. Like, we know what to do. We just bring our shovels to the new park, and we'll be fine. This needs to happen. I will go there. I will scout for land. Who is with me? Well, I mean, it was originally Disney. We're talking about a whole new park, not a park at Disney World. Wow, that's exciting. But anyway, well, either way. That was my Either way, either way um, actually, you all might know that St. Louis was 
Um, one of the places, uh, one of the places looked at before they built Walt Disney World in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so we need something here in the Midwest where we'd spend absolutely oh too much time and all of our money, all of the money. Yes, but but, but that's hey, that's okay. So Brett, what do you think about particularly Walt Disney World? Should it have a fifth ticketed gate? You know, they keep talking. There was you know those rumors about a villain's world, which I'm like going where yes. it's Halloween every day or whatever. Yes. I'm like going. I think that would be really cool. Yes, yes, really good. I got to jump on that bandwagon. I'm 100% in favor of a villain's world uh, at Disney. I think it'd be really fun. Uh, we get a little bit of that here and there. We get to meet and greet the villains, but not nearly enough. And uh, I think some of them have a great story to tell, and maybe some of them. I mean, you've seen the movie Maleficent. You know, maybe the whole story hasn't been told yet on all these villains. So I think that we should definitely uh, have that as an option for an additional gate. So. Let's go back to another question that Brett threw out to a bunch of people. It was and that sad. Is it was so great. They, they made such wonderful responses. There were like 59 responses. And that was what wow. was so cool. I know. That was so cool. Good is job, that, guys. You know, well, Disney, well, the Disney oh, fan wait, community. Yeah. Julie Staley's on now. Yes, hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Hey. Hi. So, yeah, so, so thank everyone for, you know, joining in in beforehand so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely thanks for commenting on uh, Brett's status and then also on the Beyond the Mouse feed and again if you've got those questions keep bringing them in but next Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party or Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party in the parks what what say you Vanessa? well I, I'm looking at Brett because he's done both um, I think at this point for me, I would go to the Christmas party because I haven't done it yet. From what I can tell, if I, I could only do one, I'd probably do the Halloween party because it is awesome. But, Brett, since you've been to both, what would you say? Well, um, you know, I went to the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party first and probably went a couple of times. And then I had heard so much about mm. uh, Mickey's Not So Scary that I... Excuse me. I did that. The first time I went, I didn't really have much of a costume. I had a Disney Geek um, T-shirt, like a logo T-shirt, and uh, was wearing sandals and socks, ironically. And <laughs> But anyway, and, but I saw all these people dressed, completely dressed up, and it was so fun to see that. And I, so that's what I think it makes... That what makes um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party that much more fun. Go to both. You know, you can do both if you, well, um, if you go to the very last Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and then time it so you can go to the very first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Almost did that this year. We'll do that sometime. Oh, and the second time I went on in full on, ga- sorry, who was I? Christoph. I was you were full Christoph. on Christoph. And it was fun. It was lots of fun. You looked like a great Christoph. Uh, yeah, Julie too. says Halloween. She's right. It's definitely Mickey's <laughs> not so scary Halloween party. It's so much fun. You get to uh, one of the things I love doing is that you get to go to the late parade, late uh, do the fireworks and all that jazz. But you get to just ride all the rides basically at a walk on because all these people are worried about getting their character pictures. And to candy. me, that's not as huge of a deal for me. Uh, and they really want the candy. Like candy. just go buy a five dollar bag. Of candy. Well, anyway, go ride the rides. Do that. And it's such a great experience. You get to get into the park at 4 p.m. So you have the park from 4 until midnight. You've got a long time in Magic Kingdom. uh, So definitely go to Mickey's 
not-so-scary Halloween party. Unless you really like Christmas and then do that holiday. Yeah, if you're a Christmas person. Now, Brian, our buddy from uh, After the Hype, actually gave us two questions. Oh, okay. And so I would say that, you know, obviously I'm a Disney fanboy through and through, and Brian might be a little bit more of a Disney skeptic. So his oh, question was... <laughs> I've known Brian for so long, and I do okay. love him. Delete uh, his phone number. <laughs> what is your least favorite thing about the company, and how could they fix it, or is it even fixable? And so I've been thinking about this a lot today, and I think okay. that my answer... In our family-friendly <laughs> podcast, go ahead, yes. Well, no, I, you know, we can be critical of Disney at different times, and well. one of the things I think that they could do a better job on, I think that they could pay their workers more. That's uh, something where we've got, we're talking about a multi-billion dollar corporation, they should be able to pay their workers and not fight so hard against the unions that are trying to get better pay. Uh, so that's one of the things that uh, I think is easily fixable from the the company, and I hope to see them move in that direction in the future. Is there anything that you would mention? Well, we might, as an addendum to that, actually they have upped uh, monies most more recently, so um, success. But yeah, well, but like Walt Disney World, they're, they're putting it in over several years. At Disneyland, they were kind of uh, more forced to put it in immediately, and the thing is they, they could easily do it immediately at Walt Disney World, but they're trying to delay it, it seems like, and, and that's just something that doesn't need to happen, because they've got so much money and I give them so much money. Okay. Yeah, so um, <laughs> you disagree. <laughs> but I'm not going into business. Well, at the same time, I think I, that they I, should be I a world class. Yeah. I don't mind. I think it takes really strong and great corporations to move that kind of thing forward. That's all. Uh, so, do you have any other things that you'd like to mention about the company in particular that you oh. think is it fixable? Okay, so this is uh, this is just an observation. You need to move in, dear, just a bit more. All right, there we go. Sure, Are you happy with we're, my we're position? We're very close right now, by the way. I'm, oh, hi, Nicole. Hi, Jeremy. Oh, How are you guys hi. today? Hello. Uh, make sure you leave questions for us down below if you'd like us to answer a question, if you're just now joining us. Uh, but or are you watching us later? Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, so uh, food. They do food very well in uh -huh. many locations. Uh, so I w recently went to the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Yeah. However, there were spots that served food that it was not great. And I know a lot of it has to do with pricing, uh, but when I went to the food and wine and I got a croissant, I was expecting it to be like a really awesome croissant. It was listed in the food and wine guide. And you could tell that it wasn't made fresh and it had gotten old. And croissants are very delicate too, so I get it. But the cattail croissants are always good, so why could it? So sometimes it's hit or miss where you're eating. And um, I think too, after we talked to the Disneyland foodie, Mm -hmm. and I looked through their pictures, it really became clear to me that there are a lot more fresh offerings in Disneyland uh, than mm -hmm. Disney World. So one thing I would request is that, you know, Disney World maybe check in to see what Disneyland is doing and incorporate a little bit of that into our Orlando parks. Yeah, I think that that's a really good call. And, you know, they, they could always expand living with the land over there and continue to make more of their food. Oh, my gosh. I, I wonder if that's so because, you know, Disneyland is such a locals park, right? And California, maybe they expect that a little bit more to have that fresh product. Yeah. And, fresh produce, so. and so, like, another example is at the Food and Wine the we, we at the little food and wine pavilions that that's basically what everyone's there for 
So good. So good. No criticism whatsoever. Went back into the one of the front's uh, quick serve areas. Oh, it was the worst lobster bisque ever. It was burnt. It was over salty. It's too salty. You know, just everything. Um, the creme brulee was burnt on top, which I was really surprised that that even got like past quality quality control uh, for Disney. But you know, it's just. I'm sure that wasn't the focus of the festival to go into the quick serve restaurants. It's the booths. Uh, but I don't think that you would probably see that in Disneyland. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Find that out someday. Well, yeah. let's move on from Brian's I uh, negative. And I, keep, and I keep uh, personal uh, uh, opinions to myself. Anyway, <laughs> that, that specific instance. <laughs> let's go back to uh, the group of questions that Brett had asked some folks and they responded to. This is the biggie. This year, in the summer in Disneyland, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is opening. And then in the late fall... Galaxy's Edge is opening at Walt Disney World. So, are you going to Galaxy's Edge right now, right when it opens, or are you going to wait a little while? And I think, um, me personally, I don't necessarily have plans to go to Walt Disney World uh, immediately. I'd love to go, hopefully, to um, get to go to uh, Disneyland in the not-too-distant future. But, uh, you know, I, I think... I'm going to wait it out a little bit. But what I will tell you, and I wanted to mention, Disney has so many great sales right now going on this upcoming summer into the fall because I think so many people are waiting for Galaxy's Edge to open. So if you want to be one of those people that want to have low weights and uh, really prime dining and all of that, and you don't necessarily care about Star Wars or you're a person that knows that you could always go back and see Star Wars – Maybe this summer makes sense because they're actually offering free dining during the summer, which seems crazy. Uh, and I think that once those, uh, once Galaxy's Edge is open and there's another million people that want to come because it's Star Wars themed, I wonder if all those deals start to really go away for a long time. So this summer before Galaxy's Edge opens might be your best shot at going. Um, so let's ask I you think guys. That's, what that's you also doing? true at Disneyland too. Okay, they're yeah. offering. Um, I think they're offering a, um, a discounted um, park admissions for a certain amount of time. Um, but, yeah, you can check that out. Because they have the other admissions available, too, so you have to get the right one to save the money. Yeah. I, I, I saw. So. Vanessa, what are you doing? Wait. You're going to wait? And you are, uh, along with a lot of the folks that uh, were here answering questions with Brett, uh, Julie Staley, who was watching, uh, is waiting. Erica Beeman is waiting. Uh, Jake Smith is ready to go right now. <laughs> He's ready to go at this moment. Um, were great. Cindy Weber said uh, going this Cindy, Christmas. Yes. Yeah, uh, and then... Oh, my friend Jen Mills. Hello, Jen, my Jen. Canadian friend Jen. That's how I call you. But anyway, we met at D23 Expo last time, and she's going to D23 Expo this time, oh. so she will be seeing Disneyland's uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge in August. Nice. Awesome. Well. We're going to need her to report <laughs> Now we got our first question from the audience. Uh, yeah. Jeremy asks... What do you think of the announced Hunchback live-action movie coming up? And he says that Hunchback is one of the most underrated Disney animated movies in a long time. So who wants to take this one? I'll take it. Okay. Go for it. So to me, Hunchback is one of the most terrifying films. <laughs> so I, I don't know how I feel, but I'll definitely watch it. I, if I could see it being really artfully done, uh-huh. so definitely worth a watch. I'm wondering if it's going to be as scary as the first one was. 
um, and I can get more into that. Well, in that um, live action, it makes dark. it even more scary. Yeah. Right. right. But like, it would be interesting if they, if their um, their approach to um, inclusiveness, you know, if they will have a deaf actor play Quasimodo. Oh, oh that's that a, would be neat. That's a good call. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, just to plug a local theater organization, we just had Barefoot in the Park on uh, on the Classics feed, and they are actually going to be doing Hunchback of Notre Dame here at the Hoagland. I think it's in April. I didn't really look all that up beforehand, but it'll be a great production, so go check that out as well if you're in the Springfield, Illinois area. Tyler, Tyler Barola is watching. How are you? And Jenny is watching. Graduation. Yeah. yeah, congrats, Tyler. So uh, if you're just now joining us and you have a question, leave it out there and we will get it answered for you. Um, but let's move on to a question from Brandon, because this ties well into the movie side of things. With so many major Disney releases this year, what will end up being the highlight? If you think about it, uh, it we have so we are it is so many great movies. What we think are going to be great movies coming out, really starting up uh, in March. So we've got. Captain Marvel, we've got Dumbo, we've got mm-hmm. Aladdin, we've got Avengers Endgame, we've got Lion King, we've got Toy Story 4, we've got Star Wars Episode 9, which we don't know the name of yet. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing a ton. Artemis Fowl is coming out as well. Um, I've got to be missing things in there, but we have so many movies Aladdin. coming out. Did you say uh, Aladdin? I think I did say oh, Aladdin. Oh, you did say so, Aladdin. Yeah, I, so. was, I was too scarred from you saying Dumbo because I'm so scared to see that movie. It looks so sad <laughs> that I'm going to have to get like a bunch of Prozac before I go because I'm just going to be You'll so be okay. scared. I'm like, yeah. You say Dumbo and I just go into a fit, but well, so sorry I didn't hear you say Aladdin. I I'm will. Triggered. Uh, You're triggered. I'm triggered. I will go first here and say I, I am so excited to see them all, and I'm so excited to, to take my son uh, to see Toy Story 4 in particular because he loved Toy Story Land and being there. Um, but I have to say that the movie I'm the most excited for and probably have been for m- most of this decade is the final chapter, Avengers Endgame, because it's, uh, to me, you know, everybody keeps saying, well, the end of Infinity War doesn't really make sense because we know that it's going to be, uh, everything's going to be reversed and it'll all be okay. But you know what? It's the journey and how they get there because we know, yeah, sure, they're probably going to do a Black Panther too. It doesn't make sense not to. They've already started to hire people for that. Um, but it, that doesn't matter. It, what matters is the journey and how the Russos are going to bring this in for a landing, and I think that they're going to stick the landing. Uh, so I'm excited for a lot of the movies that are coming out. Captain Marvel looks awesome, and it's set in the 90s. Nick Fury has two eyes. It's great. Uh, but I still am really excited for all those other movies, but Avengers Endgame, to me, I think will be the highlight. Uh, and that's saying a lot, because there's the final Skywalker chapter of Star Wars is coming out this, this December, oh, no. and uh, no, I still true. think that Avengers Endgame is going to be more of a highlight. So, Brett, what do, I think? Um, what do you think? Well, I just wanted to report that I have made it um, emotionally through uh, through Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> um, I want because you know job, yes buddy. because that was Good job. yeah I made it through and enjoyed it all. Okay, back to okay to 2019. Um, what am I looking for? I'm looking forward to uh, Frozen Two comes out in November. Oh, I'm looking forward to Frozen Two. Oh, oh, 
gosh, yes. I how did I forget that one? I knew there was a November. Oh man, it just you can't let that go. It went in and it, it just <laughs> I just let it go. Um, I was gonna make that joke. And <laughs> oh, sorry, Brett just crushed me. Uh, I would have remembered, but I had a brain freeze. <laughs> ah! Well. Well, that's the first time in forever that that's happened. Oh, that was good. So does that it come out in summer? That's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, 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 good. Oh, We're actually losing viewers, because, um, so we better move on. That Tyler, catch it the second time around. Tyler's excited for oh, the new yeah. Lion King. Um, so. Yeah. Did, did I even let you finish? I don't no, that's know. okay. okay. We, have, we have the time. To, we have to, I'm going to let that one go, too. But anyway, oh, yeah. I, a brief aside, thank you for all of the comments, and we may not get to all of them this time, but thank you, and yeah, I just wanted to get that out. Before. Yeah. There's something sure. else that, okay. For sure. And uh, make sure, because we do have new listeners, thank if you, you have a question, let me know uh, out there. Our one like. What are you... Uh, what are you excited for? What's going to be your highlight movie, Vanessa? Can you compose I'm really yourself? Excited. Dumbo? No! <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I literally turned to Brett during Wreck-It Ralph, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> oh, during, Dumbo, the preview? during the previews? Yes. I was like, I, I really don't think I can she do was, this. She was having you know, very common deterrence moments. No, I'm, I'm scared I will be crying through the whole film. Anyway, um, I'm a big old fan of John Favreau, I think is how you say it. <laughs> Not a big enough fan yeah, of his name. I think you said, said it fancier than it actually is. Favreau. That's because I, I hold him up at a fancy high level. Favreau. Favreau. By the way, uh, Ryan Masterpool watching all the way from California. Thanks for, for checking us out. And Morgan Kaplan right here in Springfield watching us too. So. Yeah, thanks guys. Beyond but, shout out to our friends. Yeah. Thank you. It's just, yeah. Yeah. But I was such a big fan of, I was so surprised by Jungle Cruise and, or Jungle Cruise. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's another one. Oh, that's the one Is I'm really excited about. When okay. does it come out? No, that's I don't think it's year. this year. Okay. But I'm very excited very about excited. that one. Jungle Book, I was so taken aback by how awesome that movie was, so I'm so excited to see what he does with Lion King and Mufasa's death. That I'm not ready for either, but yeah. I, I can handle it, I think. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, Morgan's in Vegas. That's pretty cool. Oh, nice. So, uh, I'll see Celine Dion and report back. <laughs> or, you know, a Disney show. The rest of the state. Did they have Disney shows in Vegas? They did have Lion King for a long time, didn't they? I you mean like oh, the, the Broadway show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was there didn't for a while. see it on the on the list. Anyway, uh, Jeremy uh, asks, "What is the best new ride you've been on in say dot 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 the last two years?" Uh, I'll take this one first. Okay, sure. Well, am I going to steal, okay. going to steal yours? It's okay, no, go ahead. You know what? You go first because no. I have a secondary one I could easily go to. I don't think we're going to have the same one. All right, well, let's go first. In the last two ride. years, the last, you know, I've been going to the DL. Um, oh, yeah. So, so uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission oh. Breakout. Oh, oh that's um, not even oh. fair. Is that, I mean, is that the name? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, um, yes. I did not go on a credit coaster uh, in uh, last month. Oh, my gosh. No, we're, or, yeah, okay, in December. Uh, yeah, I didn't go on that. So um, uh, everyone was a little um, cautiously optimistic that they would retheme uh, Hollywood Tower of Terror to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And Disneyland that people, you have the only one. So you're a winner there. Yeah. Vanessa, do you have a particular answer to that I'll question? Just, I'll just say 
fro- is frozen the last two years? Can I say that one? I would say it's close to the last two years. Yeah, um, I don't I, know that it actually makes it in. Well, I went in the last two years for the first time. It was your first counts? time to ride it right. in the so, last two years. So I really okay. like that ride. I thought it was really well tra- it, done. It the animatronics really are really ride. good. So. It is a really fun and ride. This Kristoff looked like that Kristoff. Anyway. All right. Well, you guys didn't take either of the ones that I had was going to save. Uh, I really dug, first of all, honorable mention, Alien Swirling Saucers. My son loved it. I loved it. It was so great. It was really fun. Really low wait time for a brand new ride. But I have to say that the best ride at Disney World and probably in, well, maybe not. The Shanghai rides look pretty cool. But uh, Flight of Passage is just absolutely beautiful. It's incredible. It's everything people hype it up to be, and we I absolutely loved it. So uh, we've got about five, ten more minutes left here on this live show, so if you've got any other questions, make I, sure you're getting them out. I did get a question texted oh. to me from Erica, which was if you had to spend a, one day in the park, which I have, which park would you choose? Uh, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, so, etc. Well, I've actually been contemplating maybe doing like a <laughs> maybe doing a uh, maybe doing a after hours party just in Magic Kingdom, and then mm. maybe. Ex- going to some of the resort things that I don't normally get to do. So, yeah, you know, you I learned that from that woman, haven't yes, you? Yes, I sure did, uh, because we <laughs> talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> but I would say, if you're going to go just for one day and you want to experience Disney at its finest, I would say it's got to be Magic Kingdom. So, do you guys have any response to that? I concur. Yeah, I agree. I think... Uh, Animal Kingdom has a lot to offer of the evening, more so than what people realize. So I wouldn't put that off the list, but Magic Kingdom, of course. Mm. Magic Kingdom. Brandon Davis is on and watching from Lincoln. How are you doing, sir? Uh, So we got another question. And, oh, you didn't get a chance to answer, but you did say Magic Kingdom, right? You did. Okay. Okay. which of the 2019 releases will make the most at the box office? Now, uh, I, at first I read that as remakes, and if it's remakes, I think it's Lion King. Mm. But really, I think this is a battle between two movies, right? Mm-hmm. This is a battle between Star Wars Episode Nine and Avengers Endgame. And I think in that one, maybe Avengers takes it only because there was such a sour feeling behind The Last Jedi yes. that I wonder if... People are more cautious about going to episode nine. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm just not happy about it. <laughs> I'm gonna be there. Yeah. But I here's what I didn't realize that there is such a Toy Story following, um, especially among my guy friends. I didn't know that That's it was true. so huge that this new movie is like a really big deal. So that could that could creep up. Another billion dollar plus or several billion dollar year. Yay. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, so let's do uh, this one as a kind of a lightning round because we don't have a few more minutes left. Uh, but why doesn't Disney, and this was from Brian at After the Hype, why doesn't Disney make a Mickey Mouse movie? Uh, they are one of, if not the most popular brands ever, and particularly Mickey guides that. I imagine people would be super into that movie if it was well done, of course. So, uh, Brett, why don't you think, now you're Disney bounding as Mickey tonight, uh, but why don't you think Oh, you, you did, you're the, yes. I'm the, the original Musketeer. Who's the leader of that club? Why hasn't uh, Mickey mm. been done in a feature for a while? Um, I don't. Well, his. I don't know that he's ever been in a. That he features been in the feature. Yeah. Other than Fantasia, Fantasia, where he was a part of it. Mm. Um, the 
the the Taylor the yeah the Taylor one right um, but why hasn't he been in one recently recently or uh, why don't why? you make a Nikki why why because the lights are on and I'm like why? and no one's home but anyway um, I'm used to that don't um, you know everything about no, why um, I think that they've concentrated on increasing their brand in other directions um, and I believe that um, the while this year they are embracing Mickey and Minnie's 90th, um, I think, you know, something may come out of that. And, of course, you know, the um, Disney Hollywood studio is getting the new Mickey and Minnie attraction that takes the place of great moments at the movies. Uh, and so, you know, so I, I have no answer for that other than, well, it's about time that they honor the mouse. That's right. Uh and we've got uh, one last question, and this is a good question to leave off on. And I will say that we've got more questions than this, but uh, we just ran out of time. So uh, this was really fun. And let, let us know as you're watching this if you want us to continue to do these, uh, you know, not necessarily every month, but this is something that's going to be continued to be on our feed only. Uh, we are looking to do some really cool and creative new things in 2019 with that uh, Beyond the Mouse feed. So please go out there and like and subscribe. But our last question leading us into the Oscars, which if you're new, we did announce that the Front Row Network is hosting an Oscar party right here at the Hoagland Center for the Arts. You can go out and get your tickets for $7 if you use the promo code FRONTROW, all capital letters. But should Disney mount the same style of campaign to win Best Picture for Black Panther that Netflix is currently uh, waging for the foreign film Roma? Uh, and should they put all their resources behind it and try to get King Chachala to have the, uh, the Best Picture Oscar? What do you think? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a very good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, I liked the film a lot, um, and it definitely was a very, very good film. Um, I is that the one, the one superhero movie that could win the Oscar for Best Picture? I, well, it's, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I definitely heard Roma was a little bit of a snooze fest. So, mm-hmm. uh, by all means, like put your bets on Black Panther because that is is a really, really, really good movie. I very much enjoyed it. Well, see, here's my thing about Roma. It's been uh, it's been accessible to most of us because we all either share the same Netflix account or we all subscribe separately. And uh, like none of the people that I know that talk movies have seen this movie. It is accessible to everyone right now. You could be watching it this very moment, but people it doesn't have that kind of drive to want to to go out and see it. So I think that Disney should put. Uh, Full throttle. This doesn't happen often. It's the first superhero movie nominated. These are billion-dollar movies. They should win a Best Picture. I think that they need to put everything uh, in their power to get this to get across the finish line uh, in this campaign. So that's that's my uh, that's my. Um, and not thoughts. to hate on Roma because I hear it is beautiful right. and that and the director's amazing, very respected. I you know love him, but it's. I don't know. But Netflix wants to be the first streaming service to win a Best Picture. That's yeah. really what it comes down to. It's I, And I mean, not to discredit Roma at all, but really, Netflix is putting money behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of politics of that. that go into well, what a gets lot of politics picked. The whole thing, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but I believe that, um, I think that it, 
I think that Disney should do what it does best, uh, and that's uh, market uh, marketing, especially with uh, this opportunity um, for such a landmark uh, movie in so many respects um, that they should go just hog wild, mm-hmm. just go, go for, for it, it. Mm-hmm. with taste. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, there's, I mean, there's Roma pillows out. Uh, what? They were sending, yeah. I mean, oh, I was Lord. watching some of the information. I'd rather have a Black Panther pillow, you know, Michael B. Jordan. Pill- Did you get the Roma pillow? I'm like going, <laughs> anyway. Well, on that note, we've got a really busy Oscar season coming up. Follow the Front Row Network for all of that. Jeremy did a great graphic, uh, and he's going to be following the award winners as we go. Finale. Yes, but before we go... We actually have a really big surprise to share with you. And, and to Craig, share with Craig. And to share with Craig, because Craig doesn't know anything about it. Oh. All right, Brett, do you want to tell him what's going to happen this year? Let's do it together. Year? Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. We're, We're going, going to, to Disneyland. Disneyland. What? about Craig? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. We're going in two weeks. And Erica. Hi, and Erica. 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 We're what? having a great time. Anyway. It all happened very fast. It happened oh, in God. less so than sorry. 12 hours. That will be... So, well, you hi, Erica. Have, uh, you guys have a great time. We're going to have to do a trip report. Okay. Well, anyway, not me. You will do a trip report. Yeah, we will. You better. So, See, yeah. when you said so, that we might go, right, we got, I got scared. For, yeah. I couldn't be the only one who didn't go, and then Brett heard me say it and roped me in and... That is awesome. So well, you sorry, guys have a really good time. Sorry. Yeah. This actually was a surprise, <laughs> but now he's like, like depressed. Uh, he's like, anyway. oh, there's tears. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, all the new likes to our Facebook page, Beyond the Mouse Podcast, the, the really fun community there. Post all your Disney pictures there. We love to see all of those. And uh, thanks for keeping us in your feed. Make sure to go out there and add uh, a review for our iTunes feed, for whatever podcast app you listen to us on. We definitely uh, would love some feedback on that. And then let us know about this particular episode. If you enjoyed this or if you're watching for the first time on our Facebook feed, jump onto the podcast app. Get get with it and get on those podcasts. They are a lot of fun. Uh, so thank you so much for listening and I'm sure we'll do this again. Like I said, maybe not monthly, but we will bring this back to you again sometime this year. So thank you so much to my co-hosts as well. But for the front row, I am Craig. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Brett. And we'll see you real soon in the front row. Now I'm awkwardly going to hit the finish button. <laughs>